Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Circle Sanctuary Network Podcast, brought to you by Circle Sanctuary, one of the oldest nature spirituality churches in the United States, connecting people of nature-centered paths around the world. Join us through the week for a variety of shows discussing various topics, celebrating the divine in all of its forms, through nature worship, rituals, education, and building bridges of community. Welcome to our show. My name is Deborah Rose, and I'm your host on Circle Talk. Circle Talk is one of the shows featured on CSNP, Circle Sanctuary Network Podcast. CSNP has a lineup of rotating shows during each month. Mondays feature Lunatic Mondays with host Laura Gonzalez. It can't be Tuesday without Circle Talk, and I continue to be the host for this fun discussion show on the first and third Tuesday of each month. Wednesdays feature Circle of Nature with none other than Selena Fox. The third Fridays of each month feature Blue Marble, an echo educational, echo restorational, echo activism, and echo spirituality podcast. And the second and fourth Friday of each month features our newest podcast, and it's fabulous, Songs of the Pagan Tribe, hosted by Kern Greenman. Less talk, more pagan music, exploring songs and the people and the wonderful and fun world of pagan music. I'm a fan. You all have to try it out. It is such a fun and informative lineup of shows, and we here at CSNP hope that you try them all. Celebrate July 3rd, which is the full moon, online with Circle Sanctuary Community. The theme is American Goddesses and, again, takes place on Monday, July 3rd. Our Circle Sanctuary's full moon circles begin at 7 p.m. Central Time, which is 8 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Mountain, or 4 p.m. Pacific. Circle Sanctuary full moon circles include invocations, music, meditation, poetry, reflection, and ritual working. They are facilitated by Circle Sanctuary ministers, Reverend Selena Fox and Reverend Judith Sizes, plus other members of the Circle Sanctuary community. Those joining us online are invited to bring a candle to Kindle during the ritual and are invited to interact with others if they like on the chat on YouTube. Attendance is free and no registration is required. But for more information, please go to our website, sanctuary.org. The Aquarian Tabernacle Church, or ATC, is a global interfaith Wiccan fellowship ministering, worshiping, and working together for a brighter tomorrow. Tonight on Circle Talk, I'm very excited. We're going to catch up with Belladonna Laveau, who's the Archpriestess of the ATC, or the Aquarian Tabernacle Church. Lady, Lady Belladonna Laveau is the matriarch of the, Aber- the Aquarian Tabernacle Church International and is considered a voice of the goddess by the pagan community. As a hierophant of the great mother Demeter, Bella is a direct channel for the goddess. Bella is also dean of the Wollstein, the Wollstenstein Theological Seminary, Wiccan Seminary, EDU, which is actually the only formal Wiccan-sponsored church. Bella's book series, The ABCs of Witchcraft, are part of the freshman core curriculum in the seminary. A Navy veteran, mother of three, and professional spiritual counselor, Bella is a full-time Wiccan priestess. Her ministry helps specialize Wiccan clergy, and provides 
big church resources for existing Wiccan ministers to be more effective in serving a modern community. Let's welcome Bella Donna to our Circle Talk. Welcome, Bella. Hey, Deborah. Thank you for having me on the show. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. It has been a while. I, I was telling her before we started, the last time she was on Circle Talk, or actually the first time, was like um, three years ago for COVID. So the world has definitely changed. The world has changed, that's for sure. Yeah, that that was um, that was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to getting to talk to you again. <laughs> you know, it's funny because, you know, for many of us, myself included, uh, COVID forced us to do more online and Zoom and try different ways of communication other than just getting together. But you, you have been online for quite a while, even pre-COVID. Yeah, it was kind of, um, it was a nice break for me because we already had an online college platform that we right. – you know, because we're an international city, so we just utilize those resources. We switched our um, festival. We have Spring Mysteries Festival Easter weekend, and it was four weeks before uh, our festival where they put us all on lockdown, and we had to switch really quick to an online format. And it worked. It, it's not ideal, but it absolutely worked. And, yeah, we just shifted gears and got to take a break from traveling all over the place and spend some time with the dog. She's getting really old. And um, I, I, I'm one of those people who are like, oh, I'm kind of glad to have a break. I'm glad it's over. I'm glad it's over. Oh, yeah. But I agree. It was, yeah, it was really um, easy for us because we had already uh, utilized all those resources in reaching our congregation. Absolutely. So tell me about the Aquarian Tabernacle Church International. Um, how did it get started? And tell us a little bit about it for those of our listeners who aren't familiar with it. Well, in 1979, way wow, back in the like day Selena. before. You, they've been around for a while. Yes. Yeah, I think Selena and Pete uh, kind of, wow. like, the goddess kind of called everybody together kind of at the same time, I think. And, you know, the people that were listening and were willing to do the work did, and Selena and Pete were definitely two of them. <clears throat> and so Pete was a legal eagle. Like, he grew up at, at learning law at the dinner table from his dad, who was a lawyer. He never went to law school. He went into security, and um, uh-huh. he ended up becoming a politician and governor of New, of a town in New York, New Jersey. But he started to the church way back in the day and built up a bunch of infrastructure. And when he put me in charge in 2012, I, I started, well, when I met him in 2004, he gave me his phone in 2008 and I started putting the, the skin and stuff on the bones of his infrastructure and building the businesses that he had started, but didn't have enough, you know, people to run them. So, right. We made a really good team, and then today we have several uh, charities, pagan charities. We have organizations like Spiral Scouts, and uh, which is the fourth largest youth organization in the United States. We have a lot of different things because he got us 
this um, an umbrella exemption, which allows us to circumvent the IRS and create uh-huh. Wiccan churches and, and associate religious nonprofit organizations under our umbrella. So we've been able to do a lot of that, and we've been really successful in making a difference with the charities lately. We have started bringing in charities and food banks, food closets, and gardens and stuff like that, which uh, the goddess asked us to do right before COVID, to plant gardens. Uh Uh, Deborah, I think we talked about that, right? The goddess said, plant gardens. There's going to be a food shortage. Yeah, so we we got people to plant in gardens, and now they have food banks. And I think that that's really exciting because there's a lot of people who are hungry right now. Absolutely. Terry Riley, Terry Riley, I'm sorry, Terry Riley in in Arkansas feeds 500 people a month, and uh, including school children. Yeah, and he just got a grant from the government. Isn't that exciting? He just got a grant from the government, and they have given him enough that he's supposed to be able to feed 4000 a month now. And, and and for me, that's exciting on two fronts. One, it is wonderful, and you're doing the God's work when you, you feed those who can't feed themselves. But this real exciting to me is that you got a government grant. So that says that we're becoming much more mainstream, we're being recognized, and we're, you know, we're getting into the infrastructure because, to be honest, that's where the funding is. And we need to compete with well, the yeah. other religious organizations because you can't do stuff without money. I, I hate to say that, but that's just the truth. But, I mean, you're singing my song. You can't do it without money. We've got all of the people. We have an unlimited amount of people. We don't have enough money. <laughs> right. We need more money in our organization. And, you know, charity work is the way to get it. That's, right. that's how it works. So, um, yeah, Terry's been able to make a big difference, and then somebody saw that he was making a big difference, and they were able to help him make a bigger difference, and that's how it how it works. You have to get out there, do the work, and people see you doing the work, and they go, hey, I've, I've got money. I don't have people. If you've got people, I've got money. Here you go. Absolutely. And it's interesting because you're the um, Aquarian Tabernacle Church, and I work with the Unitarian Church, and I um, help co-lead a CUPS group, and I've had many a pagan or person who was really interested in exploring, but the word church, they would not set foot in the building because of that. Have you had any pushback having the word church in your organization? Because I don't know that people Absolutely. understand church versus coven. I don't think people understand that. Yes. Absolutely, I do. And, you know, there's some people who – who are like, oh, thank goodness, a church, because I want to go to a church. And there's some people who are like, no, right. I don't want to go to a church. But here's how it's structured in the ATC. The church is the legal framework that allows right. us to provide the resources that allow you to worship. The coven is the is the worship service. It's the group inside. It's the priesthood inside the church that provide the services. It doesn't matter. The word is the word that the government uses. And so right. we have to use that word in order to make a difference. You want a world that's safe for um, the Legibitaquois. Is that how you say it? The LGBTQ community. Right. Um, the, the 
So if you want a world that's safe for pagans to worship in public, if you want a world that's safe for equality and, you know, abortion rights and all of these kinds of things, then you have to have infrastructure in your community that inculcates that reality. And that happens through churches, whether you like the word or not. That's how it works. And that's the game we're playing. And if we don't play the game, then we can't impact the way the game goes. Absolutely, because Selena says that you have to use words in the same, you can't, She and, and I have used this in my professional life, she said, don't leave the table, because the people at the table make the rules, and you can only get to the table if you speak the same language. And so it's, And play it's, by the rules, know, yeah. Paying your taxes, right, you know, becoming a church, getting within the, the government structure, then you can actually, because once you're at the table, then you can really start to make a difference. Correct. Once you're at the table, you can really start to make a difference. And, see, we need – we have big problems in paganism and, and actually, frankly, the entire world today. We need better health care. Mm-hmm. We need better military. We need, we need uh, you know, better utilization of our resources, green energy. We need better schools. We need better colleges. We need better everything. Like, well, it's a mess out there. And mm-hmm. I really believe that the, the goddess – brought paganism back so strongly right now because she needs us to save the planet. And we need to be politicians. We need to be in our local governments. We need to be on our education boards. I served on the Board of Education. You can serve on the Board of Education. I didn't Mm -hmm. get elected. They came out from the back room at a PTA meeting. I was serving cookies. And they said, we need two more people on the, board, on the school board of education for the county. Who will do it? And I said, is this like an elected thing? And they said, well, it's just an open slot. Nobody's running. So if you'll do it, we'll put you in. So I became an elected <laughs> official. Yeah. That is so there's so wonderful. many. There's so many jobs out there that are um, government jobs that nobody's running for. You can just go and do it. And we right. need pagans in those positions. We need pagans that are not afraid of the word church and are not afraid mm-hmm. to donate to those churches and not afraid to work together with the churches to build a better world. That's how we're going to Ab- do it. Ab- absolutely. I totally, I totally, I totally agree. Because like you said, we, they need our, they need our voices. And it's funny that's, that you say that because when I first met Selena, I think it was, 2003-2004 that was what actually changed my life and made me look at things differently she said you know there's nothing wrong with rituals there's nothing wrong with doing your own type of thing but she said if you really want to help the cause of earth-centered faith um you know tuck your pinnacle in and go do volunteer work serve on committees uh let people get to know you and then when they hear the word pagan they're going to say, well, it can't be that bad because I know Fred, and he's a pagan, and he's wonderful. So you're right. I think becoming immersed in, in becoming a part of society just helps us long term. Yes, absolutely. All right, Bella. Absolutely. We, we, need, we need a pagan president. I need you to start thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, Bella for president. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're gonna attack the uh, the education system first, and yeah. um, and try to get we're, we've got to do something about our children's education and the kids that we're raised. It's easier 
to change the mind and hearts of children because children's hearts are already in the right place, right? Absolutely. And you and are then, doing something very, very exciting about that. Tell us about that. Well, what you're doing with you know, they they are they're talking about, you know, giving giving government funding to religious schools and all of this kind of stuff and I'm listening to all of these children and all uh, talking about how, you know, they're completely prepared for a shooting in their school and I wonder what that would feel like if I was, you know, 10 and needed right. to drill for a shooter and had to lay Absolutely. there covered in the blood of my friend so that I couldn't, right. you know, get so that I they thought I was dead. I can't imagine. So I, can't I just, we've got the ability to do something different, so I decided we would. And I found somebody who is really, really passionate about it, too. She's in Tennessee where it's really bad. She has to, right. she has to make sure she's going to wear pants to work that it's not too masculine or she'll get in trouble. Um, yeah. Yeah, she, 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 when she's a school teacher, yeah, it's, it's kind of gotten crazy out there. Our children are getting bullied. Our children are getting slaughtered. So we're building a K through 12 academy. It's called Terra Scala, which it means Earth School. It's what the uh, Greek schools were called when they first started having those kinds of schools for children. Terrascala. So if you go to terrascala.com, you can see what, no, no, terrascala.us, dot U-S. Mm-hmm. I got to remember they all of these endings are different, right? <laughs> and it's going to start out as an online school so that we can get mm-hmm. the curriculum, because, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day. We're going to get the curriculum up and get people right. online, and that's going to be safe for a certain amount of people, but then we're going to work with pagans, and uh, our goal is to have brick and mortar ones in every state. You know, that's so and exciting. There's yes, so you know, we we're just looking for people right now to work with, and Oklahoma's going to fund religious schools, so I think we're going to start there. <laughs> no, I mean that that is exactly what Selena has preached. You and her preach the same thing. Quit butting heads. Uh, with mainstream, try to find ways to utilize it and use the resources. I mean, you're a church. If they're giving money to churches, you should get some of that money. That's right. That's right. And I'm going to, if it's at all possible, we have a whole team of people working on it. We just have to have, you know, we need people on the ground. We're we're working with um, Church of Our Lady in Lawton, Oklahoma, who's an ATC affiliate there, and they're already working with their UU church and doing a food bank mm-hmm. and helping the homeless and doing all that kind of stuff. And I was like, do you want to build a school? And she said, shoot, yeah. And so <laughs> we're going we're gonna to start with a brick and mortar there as we grow, right? And I'm really excited about it because our children need a quality education, and I, mm-hmm. I don't think that they're getting one in the public schools today. I really don't. They need to and be safe. They need to be safe. I could mm-hmm. not bear the cost. So what we've done now, most private schools are about a thousand dollars a month, which is a house mm-hmm. note. You know, I mean that's right. that's a lot of money. But right. we have got it down to where it's only five hundred dollars, five hundred and I don't know, five hundred and something. But it's like a mm-hmm. car note now. Right. I would I would be willing to pay that to send my child to school, you know, yeah. but um, it's about half as much as what a normal p- 
private school costs. And right. we're working on getting funding and stuff like that so that we can get the cost down even further. But some people, that's they're like, hey, sign me up. That's that's exactly the right price for me. And uh, we're looking at starting classes in September. If everything wow. goes the way it's planned, and that, you know, it might not, uh, but... Yeah, but that would be exciting, online, wouldn't it? Online in September? Online. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing online, do, could they live anywhere in the country and do that, or do they have to Absolutely. live in a certain area? No, anywhere oh. in the country. You need yes. to advertise. Yes. It, yes. I will make sure I bring that up to people. That's exciting. You need to do. do. Well, I mean... All this, yeah, we need students. I, I advertise as much as I can. You know, it's really difficult today. Used to be you'd put it out on in the newspaper, you'd put it on television, and that would be everybody in the world. And now it's really hard to find everybody because they're all everywhere. Um, yeah. But, yes, we're doing our best to get the word out. It's really brand new. That one in our LGBTQ rescue, LGBT, I always get the, the I, I think LGBTQ, I'm a little bit dyslexic. Yeah, it's. That's yeah. the one. That's that's the one. Well, tell us about that. What's the what is the rescue that's, fund? There's the rescue fund. Well, I mean, all rights of love and pleasure are our rituals, right? right. It is within our religious rights to love who we want to love. And right. You love who they, you love. Right. Yeah, you love who you love, and you are who you are. We consider right. every human being a holographic replica of deity. And right. all of the, you know, uniqueness about them, I'm going to say weirdness because that's how I see myself. You know, but all of the wonderful weirdness is sacred. And the fact right. that you don't understand that person means that you should explore that and, you know, learn about it. And right. so because of that, we have the right to fight these laws. So we have put together a rescue fund for pagans who are being marginalized by these uh, anti-trans, anti-gay laws. Mm-hmm. And um, we we just picked up one of, our, uh, one of our people that we're rescuing from the airport, and we have them stay in with a coven member. And they're somebody that we already knew who was kind of the reason we realized we needed this fund. Mm-hmm. Um and and we have a child in Colorado whose family contacted me. He's being bullied, needs a place to. They need to relocate. So these kind of people are out there. They're they're suddenly they're mm-hmm. in danger, mortal danger. Mm-hmm. In some places, uh, danger of the death penalty, mortal danger. Some places, mm-hmm. it's just you know get beat up by gangs of people, uh, be harassed constantly, be fired, thrown out of your home, right. et cetera. And they need help, and there's not yeah. not so we put up this fund to help them. And if you go to atcwicca.org and you look under say the say the letters for me, Dusty. LGBTQ. LGBTQ. Yes. Atcwicca.org/lgbtq. Oh, I get it wrong. It's embarrassing. So uh, you'll find the website and. There it is. You'll be able to That's find out right. all about it and how so, you can apply so, if you need help, how you right, can help if you want to. You can, and they can fill it out, and then you can reach out and reach out to them and help triage and see if it's appropriate. 
Correct. And if you want to help, if you want to volunteer, if you're a, we always need uh, lawyers and paralegals and people that can can help boots on the ground in different states and stuff like that is always really helpful. So if you want to help in any way, also there's a form for that. And oh, that's you know, right. if we all work together, if we all work together, we can solve all these problems. Yeah. So that's really great because um, I think in in our faith path. There's a lot of resources for adults, but there's some that are very few for children. And, and I know Circle Sanctuary has always had um, uh, youth education at our festivals, and, and that's something that not everyone did. I heard you mention Spiral Scouts. Um, uh, I have heard so many pagan families uh, ask about that or ask, can you tell a little bit about your all's involvement and a little bit about Spiral Scouts? SpiralScouts.org. Yes. It's it's like a tribe called Quest. You say the whole thing. <laughs> SpiralScouts.org. Uh, because Boy Scouts wanted to sue us from from, from it being two words, so now it's one word. Um, really? It's the fourth oh, largest. that's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, um, it's the fourth largest scouting um, program in the United States. We're also in Australia. Now, what happened was a guy wanted to come up for Eagle Scout. He was ready to get his, earn Eagle Scout. And they found that uh-huh. he was Jewish or Buddhist, and they wouldn't give it to him. And the pagan kid who was also coming up for Eagle Scout through a fit and in solidarity, they quit. Well, this pagan child's mother was way up in the scouting organization in Boy uh-huh. Scouts, and so she wrote, uh, and she was a member of the ATC, but she wrote us a scouting program that is um, not based. It's got uh, two leaders. You know, like preferably two different leaders, like a male, female, or or what you right. know, trans, whatever, but not not the same. Exactly. And right. Um, right, and then we do background checks and all that stuff on our leaders, of course. And it is a wonderful organization. They earn patches. They have um, these little hoods they wear that they sew the patches on, like little capuchin monk. Uh, not when say it that capuchin. Kapush, go dusty in my life. He's a master of language. Um, right. It's the hat with the little thing that goes over the shoulders, and they right sew the hat on them. And there's raindrops and spiral scouts and pathfinders and fireflies. It's different age groups, and uh-huh. it's a wonderful way. It's very earth centered. We teach them to be future stewards of the earth. It's not religious based. It's Earth centered. That's nice. Earth. So actually, yes. you wouldn't have to be pagan to join Spiral Scouts. You would not have to be pagan. You wouldn't have to be any religion at all. Yeah, you could be. That's nice. Christian. Yes, and and it's you know, but it allows for you know kids to be whoever they are and be accepted and loved and and cherished and empowered, and that's one of the things that you know, it's really appealing and why it's so popular is because we we all grew up in a world that we want to be better for our kids and this is a right a better option for a lot of families. Oh yeah, I think I think that's exciting. 
And I have heard a lot of chatter, especially when I went to Begging Spirit Gathering, or I've heard people wanting more information and um, wanting those opportunities for their children. So, yeah, I think that's um, really, really exciting. So, And I'm hoping you, you can pull from Spiral Scouts to uh, get students for your school. So it would be a Oh, yeah, a, it's really – yeah, it's a really fun because when, yeah, yeah. When you when you become a pathfinder, which is like an Eagle Scout, then you get a scholarship to the college. Oh, wonderful! I mean, that's really that's really really exciting. So, um, so tell me, I'm also excited, and it is a mouthful. Tell me about the Wolfstein. Uh, Wilson Seminary. Seminary. It sounds, if nothing else, it sounds incredibly prestigious. <laughs> well, that's right. Wilson Stein Theological Seminary is what you tell your friends who are right. uh, divinity students in other schools. And wickedseminary.edu is how you find it. When okay. Pete found when Pete met me, it's because I was running my own seminary, Wise Seminary, in uh, Conyers, uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, on the East Coast. And he was like, you sound like us. Why did you call me? And I, we talked. And so after a couple of years of, uh, we just, uh, I, I fell in love with Pete like my father, not like my lover, mm-hmm. but like my father. And we became right. really close. And um, he he was like, I want you to, I'm going to give you my school. And I was like, gee, that's great I already have one and he was like yeah but yours isn't as your your name's not as good as ours and I said well what's the name of your school and he said Wollstonestein Theological Seminary and I said I can't market that name and he said well our website's pretty good I said what's the website he said wickedseminary.edu and I said can I teach what I want and he said sure I was sold so (laughs) we merged the schools and it's it's completely online. People are like, is it completely online? Yes, it is. We do two festivals a year where we encourage you to come to those for interaction with your um, friends at school and your church members and stuff like that. But it's the school is all completely online. We do rituals and um, serve the public in, in some of our activities to provide ways for the students to practice what they do. But they have... Uh, they have either their teachers are either third degree Wiccans or they're uh-huh. degreed w- through um, through a college in the in the class they're teaching, right? Uh-huh. And so it's quality, real ed- um, associates to doctorate education on Wiccan ministry. So you get a degree that you can go to a, a prison or a hospital or. Uh, uh-huh. We have actually, we have a chaplain who's a firefighter who has a degree from our school. First chaplain firefighter that's pagan. And, you know, you can go and and get a job as a chaplain with a Wiccan ministry degree. So it's really exciting. We're approved by the Washington State Board of Higher Education. And you're accredited. No, we're we're not accredited, but we're state recognized to... To give degrees. So there's a difference. So the state of Washington makes us reapply every year, and they check us out, and they audit what we're doing, and they approve us to keep doing it. 
but we do have to reapply and they there is it's a process. They start on the next one as soon as the other one's over. Accredited means that uh, you've got a school and I've got a school and we've both looked at each other's curriculum and we kind of teach the same thing, so we'll take each other's credit. So you got somebody okay. that went into your WICA 101, then we'll say, right. okay, that okay. counts for our WICA 101. That's different. That's why we have the accreditation program of WICA, which WICA and seminary can't apply for because that's a conflict of interest. So we right. created the we, accre we created the accreditation program because WICA needs it. And there's a lot oh, of schools absolutely. out there that, yeah, that need to be accredited. And what we hope is going to happen, and, and we've had people apply. We're, there, it's, it's really exciting to see it grow. I, I don't materially participate on it, but to watch the, the people talk about what's happening, it's so exciting. But what we hope to have happen in the future is there's enough schools accredited. We have other people from other schools on the board for the accreditation program. Then Wiccan Seminary can apply when it's not, you know, people that are already associated with the school. Then it would be fair. But, yeah, we have such a young religion that there's not that many seminaries that right. have been able to form an accrediting body. And I was like, you know, I mean, it's not going to help Wolfenstein, but it's what Wicca needs yet next, and we can do it. We have the people to do it. We have the paperwork to do it, so let's do it. And then once other people are here, they can bring our school on board. So that's the plan. That's what we're doing. Yeah, that's really, really To get exciting. accredited. So thank you, um, and it and it's even for like if you're a coven and you teach right. will of the year or you teach palm reading or you teach something like that, you can get that class accredited, and then when your students come to our school, that counts towards their degree. See, that's really that's really that's really exciting. So tell me if um, if you because there's different types of schools and seminaries. There's um, places that you can go to like learn to become Wiccan but then there's other places you go to learn to become Wiccan clergy tell me about what your seminary provides does that make sense okay yes it absolutely does make sense so the associate's degree is about learning how to be Wiccan and learning mm -hmm. how to live a magical life and and mm -hmm. really connect with deities be right. your own minister, right? And then junior and senior teach you how to minister to the public. It's when you start doing moon rituals for the public and Sabbath rituals for the public. That's you you learn healing and divination, and you really start serving. Master's degree, it's almost like dedicate is associate's degree, First degree would uh -huh. be equivalent to like junior, senior. Master's degree is con uh, equivalent to like a second degree. You're learning how to uh -huh. run a ministry. Like you've fixed right. something. You wanna you wanna run a healing clinic, so you do that and you learn all of the things. You fund your ministry and you figure out how to make money for it and all that kind of stuff. And then third degree or doctorate level. And of course, we don't give out initiations in the school. You do that in your covens, right? Uh -huh. I'm just trying to 
equated in the Wiccan mind. Uh, The doctorate level is when you're learning church government, church taxes, laws, all of this kind of stuff, Uh, parsonage allowances, how to to manage politics in your church, how to keep people from antagonists from taking you down, Mm -hmm. different things like that. So that's how it goes. We we give um, scholastic degrees and we do our through the ministry program. And I'm the career counselor, which I love that job. It's one of my favorite hats that I wear. I get to talk to all the people that are like, how do I become a minister? And I help them figure out who they want to, how they want to express their calling. You know, God has called us all to do this work. Right. And people don't always know how to express that calling in the real world. So I get to teach them how to do that and, and help provide opportunities for them to do those kinds of things. Like you said, serve a soup kitchen or maybe run registration at a festival. Maybe you work in the marketing department. Maybe you work in the grant department. There's all these different places that you can serve that help bring this education full circle and into the real world. So that's basically the school and what we do. Can learn to be Wiccan and learn to experience that more deeply and leave an associate degree and you only have to, you can go as far as you want to go. That's really, that's really, that's really nice. Right. Yes. And, you know, you have to earn it. Like you, once you get out of associates, you have to be accepted into the, the bachelor's program, right? So um, it's not a given, but so many people who just want to learn witchcraft, they're like, can I come and learn witchcraft from you? No, I'm not taking students. No, I'm not taking students. No, I'm not taking students. This is somewhere where they're always taking students. You can go and it's, it's, we have a sliding scale based on income. We even have scholarships. If you don't have the ability to pay, and um, we work with you and help you get to, you know, the education that you want. Because it's a spiritual education, you also don't fail. You don't ever get F because it's spiritual right. education, right? Um, we let you just keep trying to get it right. And uh, we do our best to empower people in that pa- in their path and help them find the path they want. It's not, you know, the ATC doesn't have an accepted tradition. We're not pushing British traditional or anything uh-huh. like that. Um, we're trying to help people be the witch they want to be. Um, and I know we've mentioned the word coven a lot, but not everyone is in a coven. If someone is right. solitary, can they still um, apply and learn at the seminary? Absolutely. They can they can apply and they can get associate's degrees and bachelor's degrees. I just wanted to make it clear that we weren't giving out initiatory degrees. Right. You don't get right. an or initiatory degree. Correct. Yes, that's where you have to go to a coven for. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It's it's funny. I um um I made the distinction because in working with uh, my group at Cups, a lot of people when if they're not in a coven and they hear the word coven, they think it doesn't apply to them. And I'm like, no, that's that that is actually old school, and it's not like that anymore. And and so I wanted to. So anyone can apply and look to come to the seminary. Correct. Correct. And you How, don't. What is you the don't process? Actually, I mean, you oh, you go to WiccanSeminary.edu and you look under admissions and click on application and fill it out. And then that All will right. go to our admissions office, and the enrollment officer will get with you, and 
get you started in orientation. The summer semester starts July 5th. So right now is the perfect time to sign up because you, you've still got the summer semester. You can get all of your um, requirements in to start sophomore in the uh, in January if you start oh. now. So, so do you do yeah, like college semesters, like, like fall and yeah. spring, you, you follow the college semesters thing? Okay. All well, right. We, we All go right. by quarter. We go by quarter. Okay. And there's a, you know, it's a winter quarter or a spring quarter. And in the winter semester and in the summer semester, you get both of the required courses for the sophomore class. Because so, some people can't take them at certain times, so we give them twice. Right during the year, so you can get all of your stuff in to advance, and that's that's exciting because the sophomore year is, it's a year of shadow work. It's, freshman is a fun year, and I'm not trying to sell it short, but everybody wants to get in sophomore because it's uh, it's color therapy, it's chakra work, right. it's astrology, it's meditation. You learn to fly. You learn how to talk to the dead. You just learn all this great stuff. And so if you get it now, you still make sophomore this next time. All right. That is very exciting. And I know from the intro that you are also an author. So I know that your book, The ABCs of Witchcraft, are part of the freshman curriculum. Tell us about your books. I don't. I we have to change it from the ABCs and the one, two, threes because we just put out thirteen Wiccan moons. And when I looked down at it, that's I see nice. One, two, three. Yeah, thirteen Wiccan moons. So it's a moon journal. It is a class for the. It's it's basically the textbook for the junior class, and it follows uh-huh. the runic fortnights. And it goes into astrology, and it helps you attune with the energy of the earth right now. Like, you know, right now is summer solstice. It is not Yule. It's weird to think of Santa Claus right now, right? It's right. weird to think of even Easter Bunny right now or right. Samhain right now because we're in the energy of now. And the book teaches you how to connect with those energies and the right rituals that bring you deeper into your own personal lessons and using the power of the moon and where it's at in the sky and what planet it's in at new moon and full moon in order to unfold your soul into attunement with it, right? Connect with your emotions and balance your world. It's an exciting book. I'm really really excited to have it out. Or is this a book that, it that is. folks can buy um, not enrolled in the college? Yes, both. So it is the textbook for the Junior Moon SBAT class. Right. And and anybody can buy it and pick it up with very little knowledge about witchcraft at all and follow it along and and go through the exercises and journal what's happening in your life and watch the patterns and find the depth in it, yes. Where can they purchase the book? KenCaldron.com right now. Okay. Or or you can get it on Amazon. It's also available on Kindle. Amazon, yeah. Amazon has it and WiccanCaldron.com. 
Okay. All right, Kendall, you're very you're very in the now. So, um, and it's funny. <laughs> I can be. tell my age. I'm old. I like books. I can read on a Kindle, but it's not my favorite. But uh, my daughter and people who are very junior me, they don't keep books anymore. They everything's online, so they have access to yeah. it all the time. So that's really smart. You know the. That the thing about it is, is I can read a book on Kindle, but I can't do research on a on a Kindle. I can't research. You know how we used to write Sabbaths? We'd sit down and Absolutely. and pull out six, seven books on right. on the Sabbaths, and we'd all flip to Ostara and right. we'd start going through and figuring out what we want to do. Yeah, that's not how they do it anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't I don't know what they do, but but they don't have enough books around to do that anymore. So, isn't that yeah, isn't that I, funny? It is. It, it's just. It is a new world, which brings me to something. You tell us about how people can find you. You're on Facebook. I am not a social media girl, but but you're on Facebook, correct? I'm on Facebook. I'm, I have a YouTube Aquarian Tabernacle Ch- Church. Aquarian Tabernacle Church. Those are the words. YouTube channel. Uh, we have Facebook. Um, ATC has a Facebook page if you look Quarry Tabernacle Church or Belladonna Laveau. If you look me up, you'll find me on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, um, TikTok, Instagram, LinkedIn. I have a website. You can find me. If you want to talk to me, you can just message me straight up on Facebook, and I will talk back to you. I try to be very reachable and um, easy to find. Tell me about your experience on – I'm going to have to look you up because I I told you before the show, I am um, a closet TikTok person. I actually like TikTok. Uh, uh, Was that – do you like that? Because it's short snippets, little videos. I love TikTok. They go go viral quickly. I mean, it it can make a big impact. I tell you, Deborah. I love TikTok. It's a minute. It's 15 seconds. It's three right. minutes. It's the longest thing on there, and that feels like a commitment when you're scrolling. <laughs> I really love it. There's so there's so many people on there, and there there's it's it's a way to reach people, especially the younger generation. And I like uh-huh. to get on there and say real stuff because there's so much stuff on there that's kind of not you know and so i like to be an influence for positive so that you've got you've got it out there as an option and uh but i also i love buddy the dog (laughs) i I love the makeup videos i I like recipes i just like yeah i have and i have learned things like i'll go in trends where you know somebody will post i'm like i didn't know that so yeah, I, I actually I actually enjoy TikTok myself. I I shared with you I have to have an alarm on my phone. I'm not allowed to do any social media after eight o'clock because I won't go to bed. I'll just sit there and look through it and vacuum, and all of a sudden it's midnight and I haven't been to bed. So so yeah, I find oh, it really so kind of addicting because like it's not it's not a big time investment. Like sometimes a twenty minute YouTube video, I have to think, oh, do I really want to sit and do that? But TikTok, man, it is just interesting to me. I find it fun. 
And and you just find and cool. And if it's not cool, you just scroll. Yeah, it'll eat up your That's time right. if you let it. I have my motto is post, don't scroll. Post, don't scroll. <laughs> <laughs> that is so yeah. funny. And, <laughs> yeah, because if you if you start there's it, there's just so many people and they're doing so many great things and it's yeah. so interesting it's and then they've got a dog that can talk and it's had a dream and God you got to know what the dog dreamed you know it's just it's a nut it's just but, it's just yeah it's just I love fun. it that's so funny it is. And, and again you're reaching a lot like I said I'm aware of 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 my age because there's a whole generation that hasn't known life without Facebook. So you're actually reaching a younger demographic by doing those type of things. Yeah, they say things like, you know, the the old people on here, the people over 20, and I'm like, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, okay. Don't follow that person. But, um, yeah, I really love it, and I truly believe that you got to stay, you know, to stay young and flexible, you have to right. keep up with the new things. You know, we, we can kind of get set in our ways, and fortunately, Dusty keeps keeps me hip. He keeps throwing these new things at me, and we watch Eurovision and, you know, things like that. It's it's a lot of fun in a big world now. It's a really big world, it, and... Yeah, and it, there's ways that we can make it smaller and more connected and find ways to to bring that, that bigness to more of an, of an intimate setting to where we can feel safe exploring it. The Internet's certainly one of them. So I know that you are doing a lot of incredible fun things we've talked about. Tell me about your festival that's coming up in October. I'm so excited about the Cafe Sickle Festival. So we do this big festival in spring. It's called Spring Mysteries. We do the same thing every year. It's Eleusinian Mysteries. It's the Restored Rites of Eleusis, Demeter, Big Woo, lots of stuff. But Sickle is Hecate's festival. She's the matron of our church. And she right. is the face of all deities, right? Like every face is Hecate. And so every year right. she gives us something different to learn. And this year she's like familiars. And she has given us all these wonderful lessons about the familiars that we work with every day. Because I don't know if you've ever tried to find books on familiars or how to work with familiars, but mm-hmm. that that kind of information is thin on the ground. There's not a lot of it. And right. we have we have the Woodland Park Zoo coming. We have a Ooh. falconer that's get, that's bringing owls that we can pet. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. Owl's my totem, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we have uh, steak, uh, tarantula, all these cool animals that we're going to get to experience with and um, learn what Hecate's lessons are for us about how to work with these animals, their magic, how to how to connect with the magic of those different animals, but also how to take care of them, how to, how to respect them how to live in a world where it's safe for them to be. Because, you know, we see a spider, we kill it. Well, you shouldn't kill right. spiders in your house. They're they're right in your story, right? So that kind of information, which is so important, too. The horse and whale, a lady that does whale conservation, she's going to come in and talk to us about whales and the magic of working with whales and um, really, hopefully, 
spark some magic uh, that people have always wanted to tap into but didn't really know how to scratch the surface of, mm-hmm. give people to have the opportunity to share. And, and man, everybody's bringing their animals to sickle. It's going to be great. The hotel, I said, okay, so, so what if we brought animals? And they're like, it's totally <laughs> okay to bring animals. All righty then. I'm going to walk in there with a tiger on a Gold leaf. No, I'm not really. But I, could, I would if I could. <laughs> That's actually really, really fun. And I've never heard of a festival that has that focus. So that's really, really, that's really fun. Thank you. I love Hikate Sickle Festival because we get to do something different every year. And, yeah, everybody loves their fur babies. Everybody Absolutely. wants to do magic. They, but but it sometimes it's really how do you do magic with a dog? You know, right? Well, we're gonna learn. Absolutely, learn. absolutely. She's, so she's, now is she's giving this us all this in person conference or is this online? Tell me about the conference itself. Well, this it is, sounds like it's in person. It's in person. Yes, it's at the SeaTac. Uh, Hilton Vention Center, which is connected to the Hilton, who has, they um, helped us get back in person after COVID and gave us really good rates to help us, you know, get back on our feet. And this will be our second signaler. There's a there's a pool and a hot tub and a fire circle out there. You go in the garden. It's like. It's a Hilton garden, right? And so everybody's got their own bed and their own bathroom and everything. So it's healthy instead of putting everybody in barracks and using the same bathrooms yeah. and stuff like we did before COVID. Now we have right. to be more health conscious. But, oh, my goodness, I was really worried about doing a conference in a hotel. But I, what I lacked in trees, I, I, I gained. I, yeah, I, yeah, I gained in comfort, right, convenience. Yeah. Yeah. I, you can use the bathroom without having to worry about other people coming in on you. You can shower in privacy. You're going to have Uber deliver your food to you. There's, it's just yeah. so convenient. Yeah, and, and what um, I found is you also get um, pagans who are maybe older or have um, – you know, disabilities or have things that prevent disability. them from camping, they will, they will flock to this. Yeah. Well, you can't you, – you've got all of these people now with special needs. They need a CPAP. They've got breathing right. issues. They can't be in the woods because of the, the smoke or whatever's going on. And they can attend these festivals, and I didn't realize how many people we were leaving out. When we started yeah. doing online stuff, I was like, oh, my goodness, we're leaving out all these people. So we did we did two hybrid, you know, in person and online together and I'm gonna tell you it just didn't work. I didn't like it. It didn't work. Some people might uh-huh. be able to pull it off. I can't. I'm I'm willing uh-huh. to admit defeat. So we're only doing in person this year. I want I want to be able to just focus on the people that show up. It's too uh-huh. hard to do both. So and only only ten people came to our last online. So it, we didn't I think they all wanna be there in person too. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I do. Yes. Think, I think there's a there's a need for both, but I definitely like uh, being in a classroom and a workshop yeah. with people and and that energy and talking to them. I think that yeah, it's an experience you Absolutely. can't get in a chat room. 
And we provide a lot of online experiences all year long with the college, right. with the seminary, you know, so it's just, this is the time where we want to get together and be in person. So it's an in-person event, and I can't wait to touch an owl. I'm going to tell you, I want to pet an owl. I cannot wait to see these animals. So I wear, uh, my, my, I've got a, my, me and my maiden are both deathly afraid of spiders, and so uh-huh. she is she's going to be the Hikate that, that takes care of spider. And they're all going to be Hikates this year. Sometimes we invoke different things. This year we're invoking right. all the faces of Hikate. And um, so, so I'm like, if you touch the spider, I will. We're going to overcome our fear together, right? That's fun. <laughs> it's exciting. I cannot wait to see how it turns out with all of the wonderful things Hikate is giving us. So oh, if yeah, you want to register, exciting. it's sickle.atcwicca.org, sickle sickle.atcwicca.org, or you can go sickle.me, which is like the Tickle Me Elmo. See, I, I loved that, uh-huh. sickle.me. So you can, that's a shortcut, sickle.me. But some people think and that it's uh, from Montenegro or something like that. So we have the other one, too. And it's from when to when? It starts um, October 6th Thursday. through the 9th. Okay. Thursday through right. Sunday. And, October 6th and, through the 9th, yep. And give us the city and state that it's in again. <laughs> yes, of course. Seattle, SeaTac. It's right. You can throw your suitcases to the hotel from the airport. Like it's literally you can walk. I was just going to say, is there, a, is there an airport nearby that people could fly in? Yeah, Seattle. It's uh, SeaTac is right between Seattle and Tacoma. So the SeaTac right. Airport, it's at the SeaTac Hilton Convention Center, and it is. And they've made us. They've taken like a hundred dollars off the room rate. So if you want a room oh, and you go nice. through, yeah, you go through the code, you can get them for only a hundred and forty something, hundred and forty five dollars oh, a night, which that's is great way cheaper. Yes, it's really oh. nice and. They've been so good to us. They just let us do everything. They they let us almost hang people from the ceiling. We had a, a Oracle of Delphi's got this 18-foot-tall tripod. They're like, sure, let her climb up there. I'm afraid she's going to fall off. They're not worried about it. They've been oh great. Oh, my gosh, this sounds so exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be I'm going to have fun. to look it up and look on registration myself. This is very, very exciting. So you'll have to. You'll have to not wait several years. You'll have to come back soon and tell us all about it because it sounds very, very exciting. Oh, Deborah, I would love to. Yeah, we've had so much fun. I would love for you to have me back anytime. Well, thank you so much for being here tonight and chatting with us uh, about what's going on with you and the ATC. Uh, and reminder for everyone, if you want more information, please go to atcwicca.org. And if you would like more information about attending a seminary, where can they go, Bella? Wiccanseminary.edu. All right. Everyone get, get on your laptops and look this up. Thank you so much. Thank you, Deborah. Besides Bella, I'd like to thank Steve, our sound engineer, for his technical expertise. And finally, I'd like to thank all of you out there, our listeners, for your continued support of all of our shows here on Circle Sanctuary Network Podcasters, CSND. Have you heard of the fairy tradition, but you don't know much about it? Then you'll want to join us on our encore presentation of Circle Talk on Tuesday, July 4th 
as Reverend Mari Powers discusses her tradition of fairy. I look forward to being with all of you all again, so please come back. Good night, everyone, and blessed be. Thank you for joining us on the Circle Sanctuary Network podcast presented by Circle Sanctuary and produced for all who follow nature-centered paths. Join us throughout the week for various programming connecting with the community around the world. Please don't forget to watch for updates on the Circle Sanctuary website at www.circlesanctuary.org. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash CSN podcast. We can also be found on your favorite podcast hosting sites such as iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and others. Until next time, many blessings.